0: What's going on, everyone? Alex De Silva. I hope you are well and welcome to today's episode. Today I have Nevsha, and I'm really looking forward to this. She is the founder and CEO of Breath Hub, author of 12 books. She's trained thousands of breathworking structures and have also worked with thousands of clients providing healing and connection with with the breath so i'm really really interested in in connecting with you understanding about your story and i'm so grateful that you're here today welcome to the show
1: thank you thanks for inviting me
0: how are you today
1: great busy although i don't like the word busy productive i'm productive. having a productive day <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: <laughs> that always seems to be the uh the the go-to I'm busy but actually you're very productive that's always it. but that's the thing it's good when we're productive (laughs) so look I'm really glad that you're you're here I've been looking at at your your app been listening to a lot of the the audios and I love the work that you do especially you know being someone who who is into breath work somebody who's experienced you know mental health addiction suicide and I found incredible healing breath. So before we kind of get into the breath and the power of that, um, I'd like to kind of just take it back if possible and, and get you to sort of introduce yourself and, and talk about your your story and how you got to, to where you are today.
1: Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Yeah, so I'm Mev Shah and uh, I'm known uh, as the queen of breathwork <laughs> in Turkey, especially I'm from Turkey. And the reason of that is that I literally brought breath work as a profession to Turkey 20 years ago when nobody, literally no one, even knew about what I was doing. And over the years, I was able to make it a professional job in Turkey. We worked with the government to create the standards and everything. And now breath coaching is a job, uh, a defined, well-defined job in Turkey. And uh, I also have been the president of Breath Coaching Federation, which I worked with, you know, hundreds of people uh, over there. And when I started, I didn't know, you know, exactly what I was doing. Uh, I didn't know the power of breath work the way I do now, because, you know, with experience, when you see people heal, like I have seen people heal cancer Uh with, you know, with dedicating to breathwork. I have healed people who had thyroid problems, like thyroid not working at all. They were taking prescriptive medicine and they healed themselves by practicing breathwork. Or, you know, my mom healed her migraine, a lot of my students. So because of my experience, you know, my dedication to this business and breathwork got, I think, stronger and stronger. And uh, so when I look back, I uh, was born in a, a community where almost everyone was sick and on mm. prescriptive medicine, mm. uh, and the rest of the people who weren't sick were doctors. So it's <laughs> like <laughs> I sometimes tell my students, I strongly believe that our mission in this life chooses us or I mean, where we are, when, when we look at the, where we are born, I think we are born in an environment or in a community that would support our mission or that would be kind of like showing us our mission or the way. Mm-hmm. And I remember myself when I was a child and teenager asking to myself, like all these people using prescriptive medicine, but nobody's getting well and nobody's healing. It's like they keep on using this medicine and you know going to doctors. And I lost my grandmother at a very early age and I was very connected with her. I loved mm-hmm. her dearly. And then my sister has bipolar, my mom, migraine, and some family members, like we have Alzheimer's in the family, diabetes, heart problems. So it was like I was surrounded with them, and I was kind of questioning myself, how can I help myself, you know, Mm -hmm. in my future? Because I was young, I was healthy, but I knew that, you know, I would have health problems if I continued living the way they did, Uh and if I didn't find a solution to that. You know, my future looked as, you know, like their future. And uh, also to help everyone, like what would be, you know, a way to help people reach to sustainable health and well-being. And I I kind of like went on a quest and went on a journey where I, you know, researched a lot of tools. I started yoga, meditation, you know, bioenergy, Reiki, all of those methods. Mm -hmm. And I haven't met any method as powerful as breathwork ever. Mm-hmm. And that's why I dedicated my life to studying, researching on teaching breathwork for over 20 years now. I have trained over 40,000 people. It has got viral very fast in Turkey. Like I said, I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was doing, but the, with the results breathwork can give you in a couple of days, it kind of like got viral. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was a celebrity and a well-known expert less mm. than three years. Wow. Uh, and it went so fast because of the results breathwork, you know, gives. And because I was mm. the first, I think it, it got kind of like popular because there was a lot of need. Mm. Uh, and also I trained over 2,000 breathworkers. And um, and my my vision for my future had been like I had a clear vision for my future. I wanted to introduce this wonderful tool, this very natural, very easy very fast and effective tool to mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of people. I uh, still like. I would love to see hundreds of millions of people practice breath work daily mm-hmm. and use it as a tool to stay healthy and well. Because I know the power of it. It can help us reach to sustainable health and well-being. And I'm mm-hmm. not only talking about physical health, mentally, you know, emotionally, spiritually, physically. It does help us. In all levels. And, and mm-hmm. you probably all, all already know that people are underestimating it. Like people don't mm-hmm. know the power of it. If people did know, if more people did know the power of breathwork, I mean, you wouldn't see much people on the street every day the, the first day it's like everybody would be in practicing breath work <laughs> yeah <laughs> if I that agree. day came Yeah, you know and then and then how how i founded breath hub was i wanted to you know create a scalable business model but it wasn't the time mm-hmm. because i wanted to see the the demand and breathwork become a trend so i waited like more than over 10 years mm-hmm. i was already in the startup community because. I created a profitable business. So with some of my um savings, I started investing in some startup. So I knew the whole journey mm-hmm. uh, that you invest in founders and all that, and that you need a great go-to-market strategy and you need um, to you know be inside a growing wave. So I want mm-hmm. I waited for that wave mm-hmm. and luckily luckily three to four years ago, we saw a huge increase in the number of people interested in breathwork in the number of people using breathwork as a tool and then some breathwork apps you know they you know founders started launching some breathwork apps and some of them started really getting popular and people talking about it and then i was like yeah this is the time it's the best time and then i founded breathhub and we, and I see that I was on the, uh, uh, you know, I'm right. I'm on the right track. We're on the right track because the demand is growing each and every day. People have different needs. People have different breathing habits. So the formula we have, breath analysis, gives us the best results and no one else has the formula. So it's, it's yeah. kind of like my job having developed, not my job only, but my responsibility to humans. You know, mm-hmm. not just, I don't see this as a business. I see it as a mission I'm mm-hmm. on in this lifetime. So I have this responsibility uh, being someone who have done, you know, a lot of research, research with over 40,000 people, you know, with data gathered over 40,000 people, 20 plus years of experience. I'm responsible to share what I have found. I see myself responsible, especially the breath analysis tool, um, because, it does give us amazing results. I have seen my mom heal his, his her migraine. She doesn't even have a headache now for the past twelve years. I have seen you know my friends heal many symptoms, and I think when it comes to breathwork, understanding that not all breathwork methods are good for everyone uh-huh. is the key because we all have unique breathing habits and mm-hmm. analyzing those habits and checking if we have some habits that are affecting our Health, physical, mental, emotional health in a uh, bad way is the key to learning a better breathing habit and reaching to sustainable health and well-being. So I see it as a responsibility to share what I have right now, and I'm doing literally everything. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's incredible. Yeah,
0: and it, it's amazing to to listen to you and and to just understand how much you've done in the last twenty years. And, you know, he's kind of taken all that research, you know, over the last three years to have such a huge impact. And what I'm really interested to to kind of find out about, because you touched on, you know, family, friends, all these thousands of people that you've helped, you know, um, we're seeing more and more and more, especially amongst men, younger men as well. And this is not just in the UK, and I'm sure Turkey will be the same, but this is a global issue around, you know, men's mental health, you know, men's suicide, and you know, we're looking at addiction, and there's so many various other issues that that we're seeing, you know, where we're causing, you know, more and more men to turn to uh, pharmaceutical medicine. And why is that, do you think? You know, in your experience, having done this for 20 years and you've got the data, what's been the kind of the, the, the consistent?
1: Yeah. Uh, I have goosebumps when you say, especially say suicide, because I was at that level, very near to that level mm-hmm. when I was in my early 20s. Um, and I remember thinking about it. But the thing is, if you think about it, you're not suicidal because you're mm-hmm. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like kind of like a moment of madness. You just you know, burst. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and the reason uh, the reason is uh, very basic, in my opinion. Uh, because of the way we've been living living and i have experienced that personally myself like being fully drained and that was one of the reasons why i was looking for solutions we grow up in the western society in a world where performance is everything uh-huh. and i grew up like that it's like you know setting goals and performance like and, and i was a, a, a highly successful students you know yeah. very hard working and highly mm-hmm. successful I, I was also doing professional sports i played in the national team volleyball oh, wow. um, i i was swimming for many years also you know in i was in races and everything so it's like i have been this highly performing individual and it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man it's like that affects you we don't realize how it affects us mm-hmm. and when you look at when you do some research around people who have burnout syndromes or who are suicidal or who have mental you know problems nowadays you will when you look at those people's past you will see that they were all over performance mm-hmm. performers so it's yeah. like this thing where we Give everything to life, which is wonderful. You know, it's not that it's wrong, but it's like we set goals and we are ambitious. You know, Western world, and we want it all. It's like there is this whole social media. This it's it's like too many things going on, and that, uh-huh. that's just very human to see something and to want it you know it's it's not even childish it's it's like you know teenagers i watch my daughters like they see something on tiktok and they're like i want this mom and then they see another thing and i want to travel there so i see this happening mm-hmm. in you know the, the teenagers as well the whole you know society we see something we want it and then we set goals and we want that and we want this and then it gets worse uh it and then it it, it becomes a vicious circle Uh, So there are two things, in my opinion. The first thing, we grew up, grow up setting goals and, you know, performing and everything is about performance, which is okay. But then because health, mental health, physical health equals to balance, we lose our balance. Mm -hmm. So it's like anyone, anyone who's fully healthy, imagine a child, a teenager, like fully healthy. If we lead them into working the whole day. And if they don't rest in between, if they don't take time to breathe and just to pause and balance it out, the whole, it's kind of like the whole system starts getting unbalanced and you literally start getting mad. And uh, that's the first reason. It's like not many people, I mean, my elders didn't teach me to sit down and rest. I remember the first time I started meditation, my uh, i remember my father joking about it like seriously making fun of me you know in front of his friends and he was saying you know when they when they come to our house uh, you know in the garden somewhere you might see you know nevsha sitting underneath a tree just you know with closed eyes doing nothing you know there is nothing wrong with her you know she's doing meditation <laughs> this is something yeah. new i remember yeah. him explaining and making fun of me like what's that thing you're doing exactly like doing nothing what what's the, what's wrong with you like is there something wrong uh, because we usually tend to think like if somebody's doing nothing and just sitting you know by themselves we tend to think or we did tend to think in the past mm-hmm. there's something wrong with them so first i think we need to understand that there's nothing wrong with you know pausing taking a pause there is nothing wrong with maybe when we wake up one day and we feel horrible just, you know, telling, I just can't go on with this day. It's like, I need a rest a couple of days. It's like, uh, I'm taking a couple of days off. And I think in the corporate environment, we need to, and I'm a founder and CEO as well. And I'm very, like, really alert on, you know, trying to see that, in, in you know, in my team, like when, whenever they are really tired or getting disoriented. Because in the end, if we don't take, Um, some time for ourselves to rest to balance it out Um, it affects our productivity it affects our intelligence like I'm working with highly intelligent people in my team like I have some people I might even call like genius he has genius ideas and that geniusness does come from balance Mm -hmm. and we lose that it's like we lose our power we lose our integrity we lose our mental health We lose our balance and it's kind of like our whole system. I like calling it uh, this way because I truly experience it. Our inner system freaks out. Yeah. So When I look back 20 years back when I was like really agitated and tense and didn't know, you know, why that was, you know, like this not, you know, comfortable uh, feeling I was with the whole time. Uh, it was freaking me out because, mm. you know, when you lose your balance, especially your emotional balance and mental balance, it's such a dark, freaky stage to be in. Mm. And, and like, you don't have to be there and I, I wouldn't want to go back there. And the second thing is right now, I think there's a big awakening happening around the world. I agree. There's more, yeah, you know, more and more people started, you know, doing meditation, breath work people are getting more self conscious especially about balance i think balance 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 is the is the you know key and the second reason um is I'm, i already gave an example but all this you know which is not bad but we have to watch it so it's kind of like we lose our balance because we are programmed to perform we don't rest in between we Uh, get disconnected from ourselves and what happens when we disconnect from ourselves is that we also disconnect from our values our truth and who we are in our true essence and that includes our mission our true vision like truly who we are in this lifetime because we are all unique and we are all gifted in different ways and we disconnect from our gifts. We disconnect from our truth. And then what happens is, the second thing, we get conditioned. So people who lose their balance keep on losing their balance until they have hit the wall mm. because it's kind of like this car speeding up rapidly down the hill. When you lose control, you like, rah, it's just you lose control faster and faster and faster. And the reason is that People get conditioned easier when they are disconnected from themselves. Yeah. So those teenagers or, you know, I watch my daughters sometimes and uh, like I s- speak about about it to them and try to, you know, show them the way. Um, the reason why they watch a TikTok video and or they watch something on the social media and they're instantly like, I want to go there, I want to travel, is because they lost their connection with themselves mm. and that's a sign you need to stop and reconnect with yourself because if you are conditioned it's kind of like you want 10 times more things in life because you're kind of like lost track it's someone who is on a mission and who is uh, connected with themselves and who truly knows her or his values you know man's health you know woman's health, uh, don't get distracted much Mm. and um, don't want everything they see. It's Mm. it's kind of like if I know my values, if I'm connected with my true self, I spend less money, I spend my money wisely, I spend less time on things that do not truly matter to me. Mm. And I see that because of that disconnection, people spend too much time on things they don't value it's like there is this whole social conditioning and we all talk about FOMO the fear of you know missing out there is this FOMO fear of missing out building and when i ask myself why is this FOMO building or why do people keep on getting conditioned like if you know you know he has a ferrari i want a ferrari and i'm like when i coach my clients i'm like really are you sure? Because if you did really, truly want a Ferrari, you would have it now. It's mm. like that's that's how the world goes and that's how mm. the world evolves. It's like the world is a reflection. Even if we don't see it, the world is a reflection of our true selves and our true values. And whatever you truly, what I'm going to say to everyone, you know, using this podcast as a channel yeah, for my do. message, <laughs> uh, I would like to say that, you know, whatever you truly value, you already have it. Like we all have everything we truly value. And what you don't have is other people's values. Mm. You know, the guy who has the Ferrari values that more than anything else. That's why mm. he has the Ferrari. If you don't have it, I mean, it's because you don't value it and you are conditioned that that's something good or important or whatever. And that's the second second thing, like mm. the whole mental health crisis, burnout. I think these are all because we are constantly like people are constantly conditioned because they are disconnected from themselves and they are mm-hmm. just chasing things that are unnecessary, setting goals unreachable. Mm-hmm. And then it's a madman's play. Yeah. You know, it's not your true fulfilling life. It's a madman's play where you chase, you know, not your true values, but someone else's true values and goals because you get conditioned so i think that's the second uh, very important people why people uh, many Mm -hmm. people suffer is i see it you know in many men and women yeah Uh, we need to stop uh, this whole conditioning
0: yeah i agree
1: find ways to find ourselves
0: oh yeah i couldn't agree more i think it's so interesting you touched on so so many really important topics there especially the one about you know us disconnecting always looking for things externally. I always say this to, you know, when I'm working with, with clients or I'm coaching, I always say the same thing to them is, you know, your life right now is you managed, you, you talked about going down a hill really, really fast. I always say, think about it with your hand off the steering wheel. You know, you've taken your your hand off the steering wheel and all of a sudden you're going hundred miles an hour, wondering why you are about to crash into a wall. And, you know, you, I always truly, and, uh, and this is what I think is really important is listening to your story and understanding that we've all been there. I think first and foremost, that's such an important lesson to understand that the people that talk about this experts that come in and share this information and talk about their life stories. And the reason why I always like to bring that up is to show that we are all the same. We're all humans. You know, we all experience these things, men, women, we all have emotions. We have the mind, body, spirit, as we are, what we are is a complex but most importantly, what I really um liked what you what you touched on there was about the uh I I really liked uh, Brene Brown. She said, um, comparison is the thief of all joy. And it's so true because the way society has been designed has been designed to constantly keep us checking everything else. You mentioned, you know, your, your own children. I've got a son who's 25, a daughter who's 18. And it's interesting. They're on TikTok. They're on social media. And they are influenced. By other people. And I think there is nothing wrong with having an influence, but it's what and who are you being influenced by? And is that fulfilling, as you said, you know, that true nature? Is it helping you grow in mind, body, spirit, or is it driving you further away from who you truly are? And what I've seen, and I'd like to get your opinion on this, is it seems that the way things have been designed is to remove us further and further and further away from who we truly are as a man, as a as a woman. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and this has been a topic I've been researching on a lot lately, especially for the past couple of, you know, years. Um, because I'm also a member of uh behavioral health uh, school it's the graduate school of behavioral health sciences uh, i'm a vp and we do a lot of behavioral researches and behavioral science studies and all that mainly around reading sciences and the way people breathe but also the way people think mm-hmm. so the question um, and that's why i've been you know talking about it and emphasizing that the question why like why people compare themselves to others or the question which kind of individuals compare themselves to others and which kind of individuals do not or which kind of individuals get conditioned or which kind do not. And they are, I think, very much linked together. I would say the individuals who are who know themselves, who spent mm-hmm. time, who did spend time for um, becoming more aware and conscious about who they are, like, who am I, like, truly? What do I really want? And you know, what's my mission in life? And and really, and that's not these questions are not sometimes I see that people people talk about like these questions are not questions that can be answered without going on a self-mastery or you know understanding yourself or connecting with yourself journey. It's like you need to start with breathing, deep connected breathing. And, you know, work on your dysfunctional breathing habits because they disconnect you from who you are. Mm -hmm. And then you need to take time to spend time with yourself, meditation, because that's the only way we can find who we are. It's like Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen overnight. Or if I ask myself, who am I? Because we are conditioned and because we have been conditioned like that's my story, because I've been conditioned for many years until my early 20s. Uh, until I said, I'm going to just take a look at that, you know, like all these ideas, are they my thoughts or my mother's thoughts or my father's thoughts or the social conditioning? And then I saw that, yeah, and I saw that it was social conditioning. It was the society I lived in, like, you should do this, you should do that. And I built a life on top of that. Like I married someone, my first marriage, Mm -hmm. I married someone, who was the reflection of my social conditioning he was the right guy to marry for my mom for my dad for my social community but then a couple of years passed and i literally literally remember myself waking up one day and looking at my life which looked literally like very shiny like luxurious and shiny like this handsome you know young man I married to, very popular businessman and this and that in Turkey. But I literally couldn't see myself in that story. It's like I was as if looking at a beautifully painted picture Mm. and I wasn't part of it. Mm. And it crashed so hard, like it was on my face, like, you know, and then I was like, who am I? If I'm not this conditioning, who am I? And then, you know, I went on a, like I said, search, I started meditating an hour, at least a day, half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening. And I I didn't skip, I, I wouldn't say I didn't skip a day, but I didn't skip, I did skip some meditations, but I didn't skip a day. So it's uh-huh. like, it's been over 20 years. Uh-huh. Uh, I dedicated myself to spending time with myself because it was kind of like a very harsh, you know, uh, experience for me to see that. And I wanted to find out who I truly was. And and I'm very lucky right now that I uh, truly did. And um, when I look at my uh, experience with life now, today, and a few years, like 20 years back or 15 even years back, I see that because I was very much disconnected from myself, uh, I was open, widely open to any kind of conditioning and comparison. I was comparing myself to everyone. I was full of conditions, and the reason why people compare themselves to others is the social conditioning. It's like if there is this idea, uh, and there is, like if there is this idea, being thin is better than being fat, you know, or being mm. um, wearing small, we're wearing something size small is better than wearing something which is large and that that was kind of like one of my issues especially you know when i was a teenager growing okay. growing up i didn't want to gain weight i was very much you know focused on being fit and all of that i was conditioned very much very much conditioned on that so if you're conditioned on something like that you constantly try to be someone that that social conditioning says you should be uh-huh. so if you have on like if you have this idea of being fit is better than not being fit. You constantly, without even questioning that, you try to be that fit person without asking yourself, is that what I really want? Mm-hmm. Or is that what I value? Maybe I'm just spending all those hours at gym, two hours at gym, you know, three hours working out because of this idea that I must. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm making myself sick by doing fitness. Maybe. People are making themselves sick, truly sick, watching their calories because Mm -hmm. they think they should and because it's not their value. And people do get sick. Like I know a lady who was um, in charge of many spa centers around the world, very powerful lady, uh, you know, eating healthier than everyone, you know, fitness every day and detoxing every day, like healthier than anyone you would imagine. And she got cancer and she died in six months. And that was such a shock for me. This was 10 years ago um, because one of my closest friends is in the spa business. And it's like, it's just amazing. The things you are, we are doing, if we're doing in, you know, if we are conditioned on certain stuff and we're doing what we're doing with, I must do this, I should do this, I mustn't do this, I shouldn't do this, all those conditioning it it doesn't bring us to, you know, no matter how well we eat, no matter how much we, you know, exercise, it's mm. not bringing us the health. Um, the only healthy thing is fully being connected with ourselves. Yeah. And then I'm going to come back to your question again. So when I ask why people get conditioned, there is only one answer. And it's because they haven't find, found out who they are. Mm. Because that happened to me. I watched that happen to many of my students, many of my friends. When people commit uh, to a self-mastery journey or a journey where they constantly connect with themselves, like spend time with themselves, and it's not going to happen overnight. It happens in you know, a few months, a few years. Like when you spend time with yourself, with your breath every day, a couple of minutes, you know, in a couple of years you kind of like get to know yourself and then you start not getting conditioned you know i do uh, watch you know tv and i do watch netflix you know series or yeah. i do go on tiktok sometimes myself or on social media and i'm not getting conditioned like the way i did 20 years ago because now i'm mainly focused on my mission i know my values I value myself, I value my time. So for me, not investing in anything that is not aligned with my values and who I am is such a privilege because it's bringing health, it's bringing wealth. And then I'm going to, from here, I'm going to also say something which might be familiar to you but maybe some of the listeners there are not familiar like there is this whole whole coaching industry which I'm I've been a part of for many years mm-hmm. I work with international coaching federation federation and many organizations as well and I've been coaching uh, clients for many years now so uh, it is great to set goals it is great to you know have intentions but if those goals aren't aligned with who we are, if they aren't aligned, imagine you're disconnected with yourself and you're conditioned to an idea on how your life should be like I was 20 years ago. What happens is you may reach to that goal with hard work, great action plans, performing much better. But the thing is, if something isn't truly aligned with me no matter where i reach to i lose all of it Mm -hmm. all of it and that's one of the basic reasons of suicide Mm -hmm. because people set goals with conditioned minds and those goals are not even your goals it's somebody else's And no matter what you do with your ego and your human self and perform, and I was there, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, create this empire, maybe business empire, and it's not aligned with who you are. Mm -hmm. Life takes it away.
0: And we see it.
1: Everything. You will lose everything. If you set goals with a conditioned mind, if we don't understand this, it's like, you know you're gonna i mean that that's the reason why people are so depressed because they they set goals to themselves they reach them and then they lose everything that's how people live their relationships that's how you know people build businesses you know people build empires and lose it and you know uh, and then that's why they or you know they became become famous and they're still not fulfilled Mm -hmm. and we have seen that because if that's not what your heart truly is yearning for,
0: right.
1: you know, fame or money or whatever, or maybe someone, you know, is on a spiritual path and they are fulfilled. I don't know. If it's disaligned from who you are, I don't know, you mm. know, your journey, but it's like, you know, um it, it's it's really so depressive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And look, I, I couldn't agree more. So many things that you touched on there. I relate to my own personal journey, you know, just trying to chase the social media life you know what's portrayed out there you know this incredible life that looks fantastic the car the watches the family you know all of this the travels you know going all over the world and taking these wonderful pictures yet inside I was still questioning why am I here why why what's the purpose to this you know still having that hole in a soul as, as they call it and through that that journey where it took me to to a lot of success and but it also took me to a very 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 dark place you know where I think you know as, as I mentioned you know I tried to commit suicide I had drug overdoses you know and I was just living to die and I think there are so many people who who do this and through my years of kind of just studying you know mental health breath work you know and addiction as well especially I've learned especially now we are an addictive society you know everything that's been created is 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 become a form of addiction because you touched on exercise nutrition counting calories and all of these things now you know whereas before it would be something that you would do to manage, As you said, you know, you can set healthy goals and you can say, Do you know what, I'm going to meditate every single day. I want to train at least three to four times a week. I want to keep my, my mind, body, spirit healthy. And I want to make sure that I'm eating healthier as well. So I'm going to cut out sugars, maybe Monday to Friday. And then, you know, maybe on a Saturday or Sunday, I can indulge. So these things are healthy because we're allowing ourselves to still be, you know, still to experience life because, you know, we that's what we're here for. Right. But What I have found is everything has gone to the extreme now. It's almost like it went from something that you would see in a magazine that people would talk about. Now it's an extreme and it's not just one extreme. It's this huge wave of confusion and nobody knows where to go. Nobody knows where to turn to and this is one of the things I'd love to get your opinion on this because I see it so much, especially in a younger generation as well, who are, you know, coming up now when they're growing up in this society where everything is online. You know, everything is going into, you know, Web3, Metaverse. And and don't get me wrong, I work in, in that industry as well. And and I think it's phenomenal. There are some beautiful things that can be done there and uh, social media can be used as what we're doing now, you know, to, to great powers. But what do you, what's your opinion? Because, you know, I'm seeing it now like this, this, it's an addiction. It is an addiction because as, as you said, people have lost complete control and connection with who they are in mind, body, spirit. And I've sat with people whose ego come out and they get very defensive. I know who I am. So I said, okay, tell me who you are. But I'm gonna give you something. Take away the job, the house, the family, the cars, the children, your labels, as in you're a director or a VP, a CEO. Take away all of those things. Take away your name. Who are you? And it dawns on people when they they then realize actually, I I, I don't oh.
1: know. Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that penny moment. And I think this is where, in a way, I'm actually very grateful with the things that are happening in society right now. Because mm. as you mentioned, we're going through that awakening. And, and as I understand through the journey that I've been through, you know, the, the the planet now, you know, we're moving into that fourth density, you know, of love, light, and service to others, connecting with that heart chakra, you know, and we're seeing it so much more, aren't we? Where people are becoming so much more loving, people are starting to realize and see you know, the the corruption, you know, the frauds, you know, all of the things that are happening and it's, we're becoming more and more aware of that. And what's your thoughts on, on, on that, on that topic, but also as well, you know, using the breath, because you touched on, on the breath a little bit and, and I'd love for you to kind of just dive deep into this because I know, you know, as a mind body spirit complex, we are our own pharmacy. You know, we don't need, you know, anything in order to heal this. Everything that we that we need, the earth provides and this incredible complex as who we are as individual, that also gives us everything. And then as well, you know, making sure that you have the right nutrition, the right sleep, you know, you drink water and you stay hydrated. So I'd love to kind of get your your thoughts on that. And what could people start doing a little better? And how can they use the 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 breath to 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 begin that kind of that that self-awareness
1: yeah i'm gonna begin with an interesting which might be interesting for people who haven't done much meditation or you know regular meditation uh, or regular breath work so over the and i'm gonna just speak from my own experience so i've been i've been using breath work as a tool to reconnect myself i say reconnect because i had been someone who lost that connection like almost fully when uh, in my early twenties, so I used breathing to reconnect with myself, and I have found out that breath work was the most powerful tool to do that. so with everything I said, to summarize for peop for the Westerners like us like myself, who have been programmed to perform and who got a a bit far you know, from themselves than the Eastern cultures, I think, who did not stop in between, who didn't, you know, rest, take time, um, and fully, like, disconnected from who they are. Breath work is the most important tool, and I do not know any other tool. And I have around the world, not to say they are bad or, you know, whatever, but I have met some meditation teachers who... Because they didn't yet practice breath work, couldn't find what I found in a couple of years, even in 30 years, 50 years. So it's kind of like breath work, regular breath work, but I'm not going to say like breath work just once, regular breath work, sitting down every day, taking a couple of minutes to use your breath because breath is the bridge from this body, this self to our true selves. So if you ask me, what's the fastest way to reconnect with myself, I'm going to answer it with breath work every time. Mm. Because, you know, and that also includes in my expertise, analyzing our breathing habits and going on a customized journey. Because the breathing habit, the specific breathing habit that led to disconnecting me from myself will, I'm going to keep on using that habit uh, if i practice certain techniques but if i can analyze that breathing habit, which has been keeping me disconnected from myself for many years and if i can go on a customized journey to change that specific habit like my habit was shallow breathing mm-hmm. i was a shallow breather and that was the way i kept myself disconnected from myself so deep breathing changed everything for me. Only deep breathing exercises, using the diaphragm a bit more, changed everything. But I had tens of thousands of clients, students who were doing the exact opposite of my breathing habit, who were breathing too much in the diaphragm And they were breathing more than they should have. And of course, they had related symptoms like anxiety, panic attack, which I didn't have, but they had. Mm -hmm. I I was more depressed on the depression side because Mm -hmm. of the shallow breathing habits, but they were more on the hyper and anxiety side. And they were also experiencing symptoms like sleep apnea, sleeping problems, not being able to relax themselves. Different breathing habits lead to different symptoms and also Like these are all ways to disconnect from ourselves. So what they would need would be more relaxing breathing techniques. If they did what I did, deep breathing exercises every day, they would get more disconnected from themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's why I am so inspired, you know, to wake up every day and, you know, do whatever I can to introduce breath analysis to people you know, and say, keep on telling them, like, analyze your breathing habits. Don't go out there, practice any breathing method. Just understand what you're doing wrong, your unique habit, and go on a customized journey because that's how things change. Mm. And breath work, breathing, taking time to do that is the most powerful way and the most fastest way. And uh, with that uh, being said, of course, understanding that regular practice is very important you know, is also very important, like we need regular practice, just one day, two days doesn't work, doesn't give us the results. So having, um, I mean, being someone who did that for many years, uh, I came to a point in my life where it was a couple of years ago, I think it's kind of like, with daily breath work and with daily meditation, and by daily spending time on your own, I'm right now spending around two hours a day by myself. Mm -hmm you know, around an hour when I wake up and that's how my day goes. Like my family knows about it. No one even says anything before I, I, before I finish my morning meditation and morning, you know, connecting with myself and breath work. It's kind of like I take an hour. I sometimes journal, just, you know, just spend time with my breathing and my mind. And, and, I think by doing that for many years, a couple of years ago, I started seeing something amazing. The way my mind works, and like I like I said, I do it like every morning. So I spend one hour every morning, one hour in the evening with my mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I have realized that the way my mind works is exactly the, say, the same thing, how my world unfolds that specific day. It's just so interesting to watch that, but I but it's not gonna happen over it's it's kind of like it's the result of what I've been doing. It's kind of like I see that unfolding in my mind, whatever is unfolding in my mind, it's something like I can only explain like mm. because that's happening in my meditations <laughs> or breath work. I open my eyes and during this day I see that being reflected exactly into Mm -hmm. my world so and that's if even if you're not aware of it that's the same thing happening to each of one of us so people who are not aware of that because they do not focus on the mind and see that happening in their lives uh, if they have conditioning in their minds rather than their own thoughts and their own visions what happens is that conditioning gets reflects in our minds with more conditioning. Yes. So that's the my that's my answer to your question. Like, you know, internet, social media, influencers, that's just so okay. Because it's like that the, the world became that, you know, what you explained, due to all the conditioning people have. It's like that's how. It is reflected to the world. And if we keep on not working with ourselves, and if our minds start, you know, keep on getting conditioned, we'll have more influencers, we'll have more of whatever is happening, like TikTok, they're they're banning TikTok somewhere, you know, in the world. And, you know, there's going to be another TikTok. And there's going to be, it's it's like trying to find formulas in the outside world won't work. Because the problem is in our minds. It is the conditioning we have in our minds that is being reflected in our lives. You know, the more you are conditioned, the more you will be influenced and the more influencers will be in your life. Because that's the mind. It's like our lives are the reflections of our minds. And when you imagine all of the people, millions of people in the world, just one mind, there is this whole clutter. Uh, and, And you said, Like this confusion in the Mm -hmm. mind, Mm -hmm. because, you know, what you said is confusion in life, like people are confused and there's all this confusion in social media. People don't know what they do, but that's the situation we are in. People are confused in their minds and that confusion is being reflected into our lives and doing something about, you know, Web3 and TikTok or social media or this and that doesn't work it's kind of like trying to it's kind of like you're watching a movie and you're trying to change what's reflected on the screen rather than working on the you know (laughs) um, movie itself it's kind of like that's the situation and the only thing i can do and i can help people with is just helping people to get free of the that clutter in their minds and um you know, teach them breath work, analyze their breathing habits, lead them into daily breath work exercises, daily breath work, spending time with themselves, also some mind work, so that they get free of the clutter and the confusion in their minds and when you do that, I experienced it myself when you do that because you're not confused in your mind and because there is not no clutter in your mind, it doesn't get reflected in your you know life and no matter how much social media channels there are it's kind of like you you start spending less time and even if you spend time you can't it's kind of like you can't focus uh-huh. it's it's like if you're not in that condition you're looking at that as if you're looking in a you know on a uh, you're looking to a movie and and what changed with me is if i if i talk 20 years ago probably be like in it you know Mm -hmm. and getting conditioned and conditioned because my confusion was being reflected and now because it's the opposite I don't see all of that confusion I can't Mm -hmm. focus because my focus is elsewhere it is my focus is on myself on my vision on my mission I'm more self-centered not in a bad way but in in like knowing myself absolutely so it's like you know, it's 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 very hard to condition someone's mind if they have a strong mind.
0: Yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. And and I love what you've said there because everything that you've described is what I do every morning. You know, I wake up every morning, the first thing that I do is I, I shake attitude, you know, because for me, previously, I used to to live to, to want to die. I'm like, why am I here? I've got to live another day. And you talked about that reflection, the difference of how your life experiences, you know, how you experience life on a day to day. And 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 you described there of the simplicity of what that change is, you know, and, and for me was that, you know, change the mind, change the narrative. So I start with gratitude. I start with thanks, you know, for waking up another day because there is no tomorrow. There's only now. So I'm like, Oh, I'm here. Thank you. Another now, another day. Right. What are we going to do today? Wake up, kiss the children, get them off to, you know, to, to, to school. And I go and sit next door in my house. We have a a meditation, a ceremony room. And like you, I go and sit in there for half an hour and I work with, you know, with, with plant medicines and, you know, I sit and, you know, I have my cards, I do my breath work, I connect I go deep, I go high, you know, and, and I and I come out and every single time, as you said, that visualization of understanding, you know, how can I be of service today? Who can I help today? What's the message? What's the message I need to send out today? By the end of it is clear, you know, and then I come up here, I focus and I do what I need to do. I go training, you know, I eat healthy. I look after myself and but also to to the fun part of life, life's for living, so let's never forget that, you know, that that's what we're here to do. We're here to live. We're here to experience. We're here to to to, to joy, you know, to, to experience love. One of the, the most beautiful messages I, I found uh, through breathwork, I was doing a, a long breathwork session, and one of the messages that came through to me was, you know, we're here on a journey to reconnect with unconditional love. That's why we go through all of these things. That's why we experience everything that we do. That's why we go through transgenerational trauma. That's why we're born into the families that we're born into, because all of these things is we're born into into complete purity. And then we start to then gain consciousness. And then we we're then perceptible to all of these experiences. But that life journey, and I always try to share this with people, is the life journey is for you to then reconnect within, in mind, body, spirit, and to really connect with everything that you are and understand on that higher level is that you are purity, you are unconditional love. And that's a human form of, that's the best I can explain it, because it's so much more than that. And what are your thoughts? And I mean, in your journey, I'm sure you would have had some, some incredible experiences too, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, what you're saying, I mean, like, that, that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. You're you you you're someone who got it. It's, it's like, you don't have to be a genius to get it. If you search for the answer, you find it. It's like the, the answer is within, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, stop, connect within, keep on doing that. You're going to solve a, any problem in your life. So that's, that's like, that's the one big message. Uh, and that's the thing you know, healthy people are getting all around the world right now. And mm-hmm. and I, I just, w- when when you're speaking about it, I just had this idea of giving an example. This is just a brand new example I thought of. If you imagine, you know, some water in a jar, it is easier to keep that water clean when it's in a jar. But when it's spilled, for example, on the street, it is almost impossible to keep it clean. It gets muddy, you know, and and my message would be keep it in a jar it's like keep yourself in in yourself it's like if you want to be healthy if you want clean thoughts like keep that water in a jar keep yourself in a jar because if you don't like keep it like i think that's why like being centered is everything like being fully centered with yourself because if you don't you get conditioned and then when you get conditioned you get influenced and then when you get influenced you set goals and you start running like uh you know those hamsters you know Mm -hmm you start running like a hamster and live your life like a hamster to reach those goals that don't even belong to you. And then you reach all goals and then you lose everything and you get back to track again. And this, you know, it's like your time in, if you want your, um, you know, investments, your energy, your time being great investments, start by, you know, centering yourself and start by, you know, being in that jar and connecting with your mission and who you are values to understand and get to know yourself. Because then uh, literally right now, I mean, in my life, I spend less time working and performing than I did 20 years ago, but I have more in everything, Mm -hmm. like everything like my, you know, uh, the results I get. You know, I wouldn't say more, but I can also say like um, 20 years ago, everything I more like not everything, but most of the things I did was because of conditioning. And I was investing to some empty space. I was investing my time. I was investing my money. I was investing my energy. But in the end, I would lose them all because if you're disconnected from yourself you're investing your time and energy literally into just open space Mm. and then it just gets lost Mm. but now because i'm investing my time and energy and money and everything wisely you know being connected with myself i am creating a legacy in all areas of my life it's like i see everything grow and build on top of each other and it's like you know, my marriage, my relationship <laughs> with my daughters, you know, family, friends. It's like, you know, everything is meaningful. And 20 years ago, nothing made sense and nothing was meaningful. It's like I now literally because of that connection, I can see like I am investing in things meaningful. Mm. I think that's a big difference in life, big difference in how you live your life, because when you come to balance And when you come to a centered stage, state, and I have some blog posts on that, specifically on that. And that's also chemically body fluid being Mm 7.4. And that's also like being in a very balanced state in your mind, like emotionally and spiritually. You are mathematically um, aligned with the mean. And that mean is also like the meaning uh-huh. so being centeredness and being connected with yourself is being balanced balanced ph balanced mind balanced everything and that's the mean point point. and when you are living your life with that mean you live your life in a meaningful way because that mean gets reflected and you create things meaningful and you spend your time your energy money everything um like to things that are meaningful to things that last to things that it's, it's kind of like um uh, building a building that lasts for years because you know we had an earthquake in turkey yeah and i literally thought about that it's like if you don't create buildings this is just a simple example maybe a stupid one but that's the thing it's like if mm-hmm. if you don't build a building aligned with your mean it's like that meaning and that mean that building crashes mm-hmm. but if you build a building with that mean that building just stays strong in every earthquake and whatever happens even during wars mm-hmm. and then you see buildings 500 years old or 200 buildings or you know uh castles or whatever 200 years old 300 mm-hmm. years old 100 years old and that's because of that mean yeah. like mean is the meaning and meaning stays it goes for ages and whenever we do meaningful things we leave legacies to our children and then to the new generation and that's what i'm after like in the end i'm after um creating a legacy of Uh, everything i researched on like creating a legacy like an educational system and also everything i do on the app like creating something that can you know not only this generation but that can help the next generations at least two to three generations after i die Mm. Uh, and that's what i'm after and that's true meaning yeah for me
0: yeah no absolutely And, and perfectly said as well and i think it's so important, isn't it, for us to build that foundation that not only sustains us whilst we're here in this experience, but then gets passed on, you know, and we're breaking that transgenerational trauma and we're creating, we're creating that evolution, you know, through our families, our children, their children, their children, but most importantly as well, all the listeners, every person that listens to this from now until, you know. Hopefully, hundreds of years of time, you know, and and that's the, the 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 incredible thing, isn't it, about sharing these beautiful messages and and being able to knowledge share because I've found and, and realized the power of that is is so incredible, you know, and and it really does help us to continue on on this mission. Um, where could people find you for them to to yeah upload and download <laughs> all of this incredible yeah. information where can they uh, find you
1: yeah so breath hub is the app i uh, founded, and they can find i i'm uh, also downloading self master a self mastery journey which is crazy because it's gonna probably last around 10 years uh, but they will be able to continue that journey for 10 years in breath hub app like i said it's a mission it's not just nice. a business mm-hmm. and i'm teaching everything i know on my path to self-mastery on BreathHub app uh, in the self-mastery journey. And on top of that, we have other teachers who are wise. And I trust the process because, you know, people choose sessions or teachers or, you know, courses according to their level and where they are in their mind level. So I'm not, like you said, you know, many people will listen to this podcast and there is all this, you know, um, also nonsense in a not meaningful way. Uh, being talked about and then this and if your mind is there you're gonna you know listen to those and i I trust the process so uh, i i'm i'm most i'm not a fan of but i'm also not judging the whole confusion out there because if you're confused you need to listen to confusion to be more confused and to you know see yourself so i trust the process and people who truly want what we did want you and i and many people who are on the self mastery path path and knowing yourself path i you know tell to people will listen to this podcast and will listen to other podcasts and will come up with my self mastery course is coming up with you know it's you know uh, coming up with me and with great teachers real teachers with you listening to you
0: um
1: and breath hub is where they can you know find me find me there's i also have a Institute, which is my business, which is a lifestyle business, which is a smaller business. And I'm um, like the audiences we're targeting are different. And that school is more uh, focused on self-mastery and self-mastery for people who would like to more uh, many. There are many people who would like to have more VIP support. Uh-huh. Like one-to-one man- mentoring and a group of teachers who talk to you throughout the week and support you with courses. So it's kind of like uh, that's a more expansive platform. And Hub uh-huh. is a more scalable platform we uh, created so that everyone uh-huh. can go there. And they can also analyze their breathing habits, uh-huh. check what they're doing wrong. And then we have a very special algorithm, a unique algorithm we created with 20 with research with over 40,000 people they can analyze breathing habits and go on a customized journey heal their breathing habits which will help them fully connect with themselves heal most of the symptoms breathing with symptoms they are experiencing and uh, the uh, goal of breath hub is the objective of breath hub is helping people reach to sustainable health and well-being we're here to help people breathe better and live better and to level up yeah. uh, and i'm sure they can do it with breath hub
0: Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm <laughs> sure they will. Thank you so much for, for your you time, too. for making yourself available, for being here, for sharing so much knowledge. And, and I hope that we can do this again, because I'm sure there's so much more that we can, <laughs> we can talk about as well. Yeah. So listen, for, for the listeners, I'm going to put all of the information on there so you can reach out, have a look at BreathHub and what they do. I've downloaded the app. I've had a look. I've actually done that, that test myself, that analysis, which is really cool. And I highly recommend, you know, that you go and, and try this out. So have an amazing day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And as always, be great, be fantastic and be absolutely phenomenal today. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care.